0: Hi, welcome to Seattle Mama Doc. I'm Dr. Wendy Sue Swanson. I'm here with Dr. Sarah Chrisman. Hi, Sarah. Hi,
1: Wendy.
0: <laughs> Sarah and I have known each other since medical school. We went to residency together, and now and she's- make us sound old. We are old, <laughs> and that's why it's so great that Dr. Christman is here to help guide us on the knowledge, expert opinion around concussion. She just got a big fancy grant from the CDC to study this and change the culture around concussion. And we've just crafted seven tips that everyone should know from a concussion expert, and we're going to run through them. So- Dr. Christman,
1: okay. number one. So number one, uh, we made football. Football's an American sport. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people have been talking about banning football, getting rid of football. We can we can change the rules of football. We've changed the rules of football a lot over the years.
0: Yeah, and you gave the example of spearing. Like We've gotten rid of that. You can't use your head to tackle another kid's head because, yeah. or if you're a professional, because it's too dangerous.
1: Yeah, and we need to really enforce those rules when we change the rules, when we try to make it safer. Yeah. We need to think about... Um, how, what are the next steps, what are the other areas that we can think about to make football safer?
0: Yeah. So so stop vilifying sports at large. Yeah. Don't be too scared. Your kids get to play sports. You get to enjoy sports. Exactly. This is part of American culture, and it's a good part of American culture.
1: Exactly. And that brings us to number two, yep. which is that football is not the only sport that causes concussion. Yep. And in fact, I mean, it's interesting because I think what happens is a lot of the studies, they focus on the sports that are most common. And so sports like lacrosse or hockey or wrestling, which actually have a pretty high risk of concussion. People don't talk about them. And so it's also remembering that all sports have risk. There's some yeah. risk benefit. We still want kids to be physically active, and sports are still great. Sports still have a really you know, strong, important part of our
0: yeah, And And the great news is we can involve our kids, teach them what concussions yes. are, particularly as they get older into school years, so that they tell us and report into us if they get bonked and feel funny, if they exactly. get bonked and feel dizzy, if they've got a funny headache. And then we can help kind
1: of guide them after that. Yeah, and that brings us to number three, is yep. what do you do if you think your kid has a concussion? Well, the first thing you should do is talk to them. <laughs> I think that, you know, we forget that you you may not be a professional, but you can ask them how they're feeling. You can ask them if they have a headache. You can ask them if they don't feel right.
0: Well, um, and your point to me, too, was like you might be the most expert watcher exactly. of your kid at a game, like the athletic trainer, the coach, anyone on the sideline who's even expert at helping make sure they're safe, maybe looking somewhere else. And you're probably the one staring at your kid.
1: Exactly. You see them. It's a big field. There yep. may be a lot going on. And so if you have any concerns, you should have them be seen by a medical provider. And that may be an athletic trainer. Uh, athletic trainers are very knowledgeable about concussion. And they're at all of our high schools in Seattle. We're yeah. Talking.
0: And so that, that point there, too, is that the first and foremost thing, too, is you assess your kid, make sure that they're not slow or foggy or headachey, And if they are, then you get them out of play.
1: You get them out of play. Yeah. And you don't get them back to play until they've been cleared by a medical professional.
0: So we've also talked about resiliency, right? That kids do typically bounce back from these. Yeah. What what should parents expect when they're going in to see a pediatrician after they wear their kids
1: concussed? Well, the first thing they should know is that most kids with one concussion do fine. It's very rare to have long-term, in- long-term issues from one concussion yeah. and that, as a parent, it's important that you have that expectation that you go in saying my kid's going to be fine, that you're you're the cheerleader you're helping them get better and not the worry worrywart of are you okay? Do you have a headache? Are you okay? Because they they need you, they need to believe that you believe that.
0: So number 4,
1: that so brings us number to number 4, four um is uh, that you should if you can, you should be at your kids' games. Yeah, you know, yeah. as we talked about, you are the most expert about your kid, um, and that uh, if you see anything going on with them, you can, you can do something about that. We're actually part of our, our uh, intervention that we're working on with the CDC is actually these sort of pregame safety huddles, which is really trying to before the game even talk about what are the risks, what are the the rules that we have about concussion that can prevent um, potential injury. Yeah,
0: I love you know? that because I, I, we were saying, you know, it, it's it's really very much changing the sociology around concussion, that everyone's gotten really scared of it. We vilified it. Now kids are probably even scared to tell us about it because they exactly. think they might be out of sports for months. And in yeah. reality, we just want it to be reported to us so we can make good decisions, take kids out for a short period of time and get them back, that there's kind of this checklist mentality. If we all huddle, we all say, just yeah. tell us if anyone on the field looks concussed because we exactly. always want to know about it and make sure you're not a bully on the field and you're playing safe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and be a part of a culture that says, you all get to play, but we just want to make sure we protect these kids' brains. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Go- that
1: moves us to number five. Number five. So the the guidelines have shifted a lot over yeah. the years about what you do if your kid is diagnosed with concussion. We're all confused. We're all confused. Yeah. The newest guidelines, I think, are, are, are sort of a return to kind of a more normal state, which is that – 24 to 48 hours of rest. And then after that, start moving, start getting back to normal activities, not back to football until you're 100%, but starting a rehabilitative approach. We talked about this, this idea of... trying to get back to your normal function.
0: Yeah. And and, and just to contrast, we have a longer podcast on concussions that we can direct you to as well, but that ultimately, waiting too long isn't good or better for your child either. That even if there's some mild symptoms that persist after 48 hours, gradual rehabilitation, return into learning and school,
1: return gradually to
0: activity. And then when symptoms are gone, really returning back to play.
1: Yeah. And that's what we've done with more severe brain injury for years is really, you know, in the same way if someone had a stroke, you would slowly start to rehabilitate them, try to get them better. Great. Number six? Uh, Number six is actually the gradual return to play. And so that that we want kids to go back to school before they go back to their sport. We want them to kind of slowly go through these steps, and it's really balanced on how much their symptoms are getting worse with each step and then that should be guided by either your primary care provider or an athletic trainer or somebody that is following yeah like
0: child. you don't have to make those up yourself like yeah. knowing that your kid may go back to football but may not do content tackle or contact tackle right in the first week back while. they may do yeah. running they may do other parts of it and if they're still feeling okay then they can return slowly or soccer same kind of thing they may do running drills but not do a lot of that kind of contact it play sense. itself yeah. and then lastly is our our point really on what do you do if your kid's not getting better the way you expect or what do you do if you
1: are not comfortable with the nurse practitioner or doctor that you're partnering with. So if you're not comfortable with the person you're working with or you feel like your kid's getting, not getting better, that's when you should see a specialist. Yeah. Uh, we have wonderful concussion specialists at Children's. There are also other sports medicine uh, providers in the community that are really experienced with concussion. Um, but I think that's really where uh, those skills are needed. And so um, we have sports medicine, rehab medicine. We also have neuropsychologists who will do testing of their brain in terms of how our things are Working, We have physical therapists who can assess their neck. And a lot of those pieces may help you get back on track.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm a general pediatrician. And Dr. Chrisman and I were talking about, you know, when is it that – she kind of said in this first podcast we did, it's kind of a gray zone of when is it okay to just see someone like me, a general pediatrician, and when do you need someone like Dr. Chrisman, who I'm sitting across from. And I I don't think there's hard and fast rules. But a couple that came up that I think I feel more solid saying today are – If your child's had multiple concussions, if this is number two, three, four, and you're getting a little uncomfortable and they're a little uncomfortable, I think it makes sense to see a specialist. If your child returns to play or can't get back to play in the way that the plan that you've made with the practitioner you've partnered with, it's not working right, see a specialist. And or if symptoms are lasting longer than 10 or 14 days, that's likely the time to check in with a concussion specialist, both to get neuropsychological testing and support for what do you do then that day to get your kid back to normal and back to play. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And I mean, I think that... um As we were talking about, this question of how many concussions is too many is still a really gray area. And so if you are worried about your kid and you're thinking about
0: are contact sports still
1: the right thing for them, you need a specialist to help Help you make that decision.
0: Awesome. Thank you.
1: (laughs) That is seven tips from a concussion expert
0: on what to know about concussions, how to change the culture, and how to support your kid and your family. Parenting is a high-stakes job, but the good news is you've got this. Thanks for listening. The Seattle Mama Doc Podcast episodes air every single week. I'm always interested in hearing what you have to say, what was helpful, and what you want to learn more about. Reach out to me on Twitter at Seattle Mama Doc, on my Facebook, Seattle Mama Doc, or at SeattleMamaDoc.com. Tell me what you want to learn. Tell me if you want to join me and point me to experts you'd love to learn more from.